Hi there, this is Christy from the Yakin County Public Library. In today's episode of our library podcast, we will be talking all about the best summer beach reads for 2023. Now, in doing so, we will be discussing some books that are already published, some that are publishing soon. So it's going to be a mix of um, genres, um, not just what I would consider like a, a beachy read. Um, this will just be books that if you're planning a vacation, a getaway, um, a summer trip, a beach trip, these are books that you would want to tuck into your bag and take along with you because they're just that good that if you're like me and you're an avid reader, I've always got to have something reading electronically and print. Um, I'll have multiple books going at the same time, but I, these are books and I've narrowed it down to about 10 that I would have on my list there. If I haven't read them or they haven't released yet, they are already on my TBR list. But these are ones I would definitely throw into my bag and have to read on vacation. So let's dive right in. Our first book on the list is The Happiness Plan by Susan Mallory. Now, Susan Mallory tends to write a lot of romance. Um, I myself read, um, I'm an eclectic reader. I read a lot of different genres, a lot of different writing styles, a lot of different authors. And I'm always looking for something different and new. But Susan Mallory is a tried and true. If you like her, she's kind of more of a Southern author, but she writes a lot of romance. Um, she has a book that is real. This book, The Happiness Place, is releasing um, on June 20th, so in less than a week. Um, and it's just a good, classic, great romance novel. Um, it's a story that talks about um, three friends and their respective searches for joy. So for our, the three characters are Heather, Daphne, and Tori. Heather, her life is pretty hectic, uh, pretty perfect. She has a successful business, a cute but contemptuous cat, and best friends, Daphne and Tori. Except one thing, the father she never knew. She contemplates searching for her biological dad to replace the hurt she feels after a messy breakup. But in, in doing so, will she only cause herself heartache or should she just be content in not knowing why he left? The other friend, Daphne, her husband has accused her of having an affair, um, and her world is kind of rocked after that. Um, they used Her and her husband used to be the closest couple she knew um, and uh, until she wanted a baby, and he wanted to wait, and that kind of became uh, a catalyst for uh, problems in their relationship. Can they find their way back to one another before it's too late? And then Tori, the last friend, is always looking for the one. But when her apartment floods and she moves in with her best friend, Daphne's handsome brother-in-law, will she find that perhaps what she had been searching for was living right next door the whole time? Now, like I said, the story is a, a story of romance. So it's definitely a story of love, but it also is a story of hope and the power of friendship. It evokes a lot of humor, family, and uh, family dynamics and a moral compass. Um, it's a great example of just how Susan Mallory has a gift for making fictional towns that you wish that you could live in yourself. So I think this is a great one to add. It is kind of summery and beachy, so it works if you're planning on going to the beach or to the coast or something like that, but just a great all-around classic romance novel. Our next book is in the literary fiction genre. Um, and this is a genre I seem to be gravitating towards more and more. Um, 
a lot of great authors, um, new authors uh, are writing in this um, genre right now. Uh, this one is titled Little Monsters by Adrian Berdur, and it is definitely on my TBR. It releases on June 27th, so we've got about two weeks before this one releases. Um, and uh, Adrian Berdur also wrote um, a best-selling memoir called Wild Game. Um, but this is just a riveting novel about Cape Cod, about complicated families and long buried secrets. So just a great literary fiction, but with a little bit of suspense in there as well. Um, it's uh, about a couple, Ken and Gabby, Ken and Abby Gardner, a uh, couple of uh, people. Um, actually, this is a brother and sister, um, and they lost their mother when they were small and they'd been kind of haunted by her absence ever since. Their father, Adam, a brilliant oceanographer, raised them mostly on his own in his um, home that is remotely in Cape Cod. And uh, where the attachment between Ken and Abby deepened into something complicated, and as adults, their relationship is strained. Now, years later, the siblings' lives are still deeply entwined, um, Ken has become a successful businessman with political ambitions, and he has this picture-perfect family. And Abby is a very talented visual artist who depends on her brother's goodwill, in part because he owns the studio where she lives and works. So as the novel opens, Adam is approaching his 70th birthday and kind of staring down his mortality and a fading relevance. Relevance. He's always managed his bipolar disorder with medication, but he's determined to make one last scientific breakthrough. And so he has secretly stopped taking his pills, which no one is aware of. Definitely not his children because it would infuriate them. Uh, meanwhile, Abby and Ken are both harboring secrets of their own. And there is a new person um, on the periphery of the family, Steph, who doesn't make her connection known. As Adam grows more attuned to the frequencies of the deep sea and less to the people around him, Ken and Abby each plan the elaborate gifts they will present to their father on his birthday, jostling for primacy in this small family unit. This is set during the summer of 2016 and drawing on the biblical tale of Cain and Abel. Little Monsters is an absorbing, sharply observed family story by a writer who knows Cape Cod inside and out. It's idyllic lushness and it's snakes. Um, it's an absolutely captivating read for those who are fans of um, books such as The Paper Palace and Ask Again. And it's definitely a novel to add to your summer reading list. Next on our list is a romantic, romantic suspense that were released on June 27th. It is The Last Sinner by Lisa Jackson. Now, I'm a huge fan of Lisa Jackson. Um, I think she she's able to tug that line really well with the romance side and then the suspenseful thriller side of a book and give you uh, some different facets in her novels. Um, this is actually the ninth book in the New Orleans Rick Bentz, Ruben Montoya series. Um, and it's a detective Rick Bentz and Ruben Montoya um, return in this long-awaited installment. This has been eight years um, in the making since the last book in this series. And it's set in New Orleans um, where they are paired against a fan favorite villain in a deeply satisfying and thrilling novel of suspense. There are killers so savage, so twisted that they leave a mark, not just on their victims, but on everyone who crosses their path. 
for Detectives Bentz and Montoya, Father John, a fake priest who used the sharpened beads of a rosary to strangle prostitutes, is one such monster. Bentz thought he'd ended that horror years ago when he killed Father John deep in the swamp. But now there are chilling signs he may have been wrong. A new victim has surfaced, her ruined body staged in deliberate, unmistakable detail. Either it's a terrifying copycat or Father John, the detective's own recurring nightmare, has come back to haunt New Orleans. Another death and another. Bence is growing convinced that Father John isn't just back. He's circling closer, targeting those Bence loves most. And this time, he will not stop until the last sinner has paid the ultimate price. Like I said, good mix of uh, romance and suspense. A lot of suspense, uh, almost a thriller type style in this book. So if you're very a big a big fan of Lisa Jackson and of this particular series, uh, then this is a book that you'll definitely want to add to your list. And probably like myself, been long awaiting for the next installment in this series. Next on our list is a good classic mystery. It does not release until October, um, August 8th, excuse me. Um, Lisa Jewell um, is releasing None of This is True. And this is at the top of my TBR um, to read. Um, I've really enjoyed a lot of mysteries and thrillers lately. And a lot of those types of authors have been writing some really, really good uh, books. So I think this one will be another great one to add to the list. Um, Celebrating her 50, her 45th birthday at her local pub, podcaster Alex Summers crosses paths with an unassuming woman called Josie Thayer. Josie is also celebrating her 45th birthday. They are, in fact, birthday twins. A few days later, Alex and Josie bump into each other again, this time outside Alex's children's school. Josie has been listening to Alex's podcast and thinks she might be an interesting subject for Alex's series. She is, as she tells Alex, on the cusp of great changes in her life. Alex agrees to a trial interview, and Josie, Josie's life appears to be strange and complicated. And although Alex finds her a little unsettling, she can't quite resist the temptation to keep digging. Slowly, Alex starts to realize that Josie has been hiding some very dark secrets. And before she knows it, Josie has inveigled her way into Alex's life and into her home. Soon she begins to wonder who is Josie Fair and what has she done? This book flips between both Alex and Josie's perspectives and um, the insight into how the two women saw each other is very interesting in this book. Um, it also includes transcriptions of the podcast and scenes from a Netflix documentary, which made the whole story kind of feel more authentic. Uh, the change in format really makes the book feel like a true crime case. It leaves the reader with no doubt that Alex and her family aren't going to come out of this unscathed. And from the clips from the podcast and the documentary, we know something is going to happen. Um, this just really kind of helps heighten the sense of foreboding. And as the book progresses, the tension in the book. Um, you know very early on just from the description that Josie has some issues, but Lisa Jewell gradually just shows you more and more of her story as the pieces slowly slide into place throughout the book. Um, Josie is obviously isn't, isn't a likable character, but 
a lot of people kind of are on the fence on whether Alex is a likable character as well. So you kind of have to read it and make those determinations for yourself. Um, overall, I think this will be a really enjoyable book. I think the tension will have you kind of gripped in into the novel from the get-go and kind of keep you um, reading. So this is definitely one I'd put there on my TBR list. Um, it's definitely, like I said, on mine. Next, we're going back to literary fiction. And if you have not read Alice Hoffman, I would highly recommend if you like literary fiction, something with a little bit of a twist. Um, great author. Um, it's been a couple of years since she's written anything. This one is titled The Invisible Hour, and it's definitely on my TBR as well. It releases mid-August, August 15th. And um, if you've read her before, she has like the Practical Magic series, um, The Marriage of Opposites. Those are all just really uh, kind of settle on the same style as this. Literary fiction, but definitely very enchanting. Um, this novel deals with uh, lo love, heartbreak, uh, self-discovery, and the enduring magic of books. One brilliant day, June, one brilliant June day, when Mia Jacob can no longer see a way to survive, the power of words saves her. The Scarlet Letter was written almost 200 years earlier, but it seems to tell the story of Mia's mother, Ivy, and their life inside the community, an oppressive cult in Western Massachusetts where contact with the outside world is forbidden and books are considered evil. But how could this be? How could Nathaniel Hawthorne have so perfectly captured the pain and loss that Mia carries inside her? Through a journey of heartbreak, love, and time, Mia must abandon the rules she was raised with at the community. As she does, she realizes that reading can transport you to other worlds or bring the, them to you, and that readers and writers affect one another in mysterious ways. She learns that time is more fluid than she can imagine and that love is stronger than any chains that bind you. As a girl, Mia fell in love with a book. Now as a young woman, she falls in love with a brilliant writer as she makes her way back in time. But what if Nathaniel Hawthorne never wrote The Scarlet Letter? And what if Mia Jacob never found it on the day she planned to die? Nathaniel Hawthorne wrote, A single dream is more powerful than a thousand realities. This is the story of one woman's dream that, for a little while, came true. Next on our list is Happy Place by Emily Henry. This book has been all the buzz. Um, it released the end of April, um, but it has been a lot of uh, the buzz through Book Talk. Um, it has been named the most anticipated book of 2023 by BuzzFeed. And um, it's been in Paste Magazine, L, Southern Living, Reader's Digest, all as a top book for 2023. Um, so if you have not read this, it is definitely one I have not read, but it is on my TBR and um, I'm on hold for it now. Um, this book is about a couple who broke up months ago um, that pretend to still be together for their annual week-long vacation with their best friends in this um, novel. Harriet and Wynne have been the per perfect couple since they met in college. They go together like salt and pepper, honey and tea, lobster and rolls, except now for reasons they're still not discussing, they don't. They broke up five months ago and still haven't told their best friends, which is how they find themselves sharing a bedroom at the main cottage 
that has been their friend group's yearly getaway for the last decade. Their annual respite from the world where one vibrant, blissful week they leave behind their daily lives, have copious amounts of cheese, wine, and seafood, and soak up the coastal, so, the salty coastal air with the people who understand them the most. Only this year, Harriet and Wynne are lying through their teeth while trying not to notice how desperately they still want each other. Because the cottage is for sale and this is the last week they'll all have together in this place. They can't stand to break their friends' hearts, and so they'll play their parts. Harriet will be the driven surgical resident who never starts a fight, and Wynne will be the laid-back charmer who never lets the cracks show. It's a flawless plan, if you look at it from a great distance and through a pair of sunscreen-smeared sunglasses. After years of being in love, how hard can it be to fake it for one week in front of those who know you best? This one's going to be a great one if you're just looking for something that's kind of lighthearted in, in your reading um, and you just want something to throw in your bag. But I think it'll be one that'll really capture you and keep you reading and going back to it. And so you can't you can't stop until you finish it. But definitely a great read for your summer beach reads, um, no matter where you're going, if it's the beach or the mountains or wherever you're going, a great summer vacation read. Next on our list is a general fiction. Um, this book is already released. Um, it released um, the very end of May. It's called Summer Stage by Meg Mitchell Moore. And this is an author I'm not that familiar with. Um, have not read this author before. So it's definitely one I'm going to add to my TBR. I'm always on the hunt for a new author and um, just a different writing style, different perspective. Sometimes a fresh new author can just give you a, a fresh perspective. So I think this will be a great one to, to add. Um, Amy Trevino, um, a forming, former aspiring playwright, has stayed close to her Rhode Island hometown while her famous brother, Timothy Fleming, pursued and achieved his Hollywood dreams. Now a high school English teacher and occasional drama director, Amy takes on the production manager role for her brother's play in an effort to mend the rifting family relationships. Sam, Amy's daughter, was a Disney child star who continued her pursuit for fame in a Manhattan TikTok house. Now she returns home unexpectedly. Her sudden arrival is shrouded in secrets, and Sam refuses to open up to her mother, deciding instead to join her uncle on Block Island for the summer. Timothy, a successful and well-loved actor, is directing a summer production at a storied Block Island theater, and his famous ex-wife has the lead role. As they all work together to ensure the production is a success, Amy, Sam, and Timothy are forced to grapple with their desires for recognition and fortune, stand up for what they believe art and fame actually mean, and discover what they really want out of life. This is a big-hearted and just wonderful novel about family, ambition, and opportunity, and is definitely a must-read um, for the summer if you're looking for something new um, and different to add to your list. The next book uh, on our list, it goes back to our romance novels. Um, if you're a good, if you love a good romance novel, this one is actually on uh, my uh, Kindle right now to read. So um, this is one I'll be reading fairly soon. It's titled Meet Me at the Lake by Carly Fortune. We do have that one in print here at the library as well, and it has been going out for holds continuously. So I think this one would be a really good, easy, quick read. One you don't have to spend a lot of time in great detail with. I think the literary fictions, you tend to need to spend a little more time or some of the um, 
like suspenseful thrillers because it's got a lot of detail, a lot of character sometimes. But this one I think will be a fairly easy read. Um, it released the very beginning of May. So, like I said, it's been going out for holds pretty steadily. Um, a random connection sends two strangers on a day-long adventure where they make a promise one keeps and the other breaks with life-changing effects in this breathtaking new novel from the New York Times bestselling author who also wrote Every Summer After. Fern Brookbanks has wasted far too much of her adult life thinking about Will Baxter. She spent just 24 hours in her early 20s with the aggravatingly attractive, idealistic artist, a chance encounter that spiraled into a day-long adventure in the city. The timing was wrong, but their connection was undeniable. They shared every secret, every dream, and made a pact to meet one year later. Fern showed up. Will didn't. At 32, Fern's life doesn't look at all how she once imagined it would. Instead of living in the city, Fern's back home running her mother's lakeside resort, something she vowed she would never do. The place is in disarray, her ex-boyfriend's the manager, and Fern doesn't know where to begin. She needs a plan, a lifeline. To her surprise, it comes in the form of no one else but Will, who arrives nine years too late with a suitcase in tow and an offer to help on his lips. Will may be the only person who understands what Fern's going through, but how could she possibly trust this expensive suit-wearing mirage who seems nothing like the young man she met all those years ago? Will is hiding something, and Fern's not sure she wants to know what it is. But 10 years ago, Will Baxter rescued Fern. So couldn't she do the same for him? Like I said, good romance, easy reading. If you've read Carly Fortune before, she's a very easy read. I think this will be a great one to throw into your bag for a um, vacation. Um, probably get it read in a day. So doesn't take up too much time, but just a quick little read. Um, next one on our list is... Uh, of the mystery genre. You don't have too many of those on our list of summer reads, but this is another really good one. Um, this one just released on June 6th, so I have not read it yet. Um, it is titled The Whispers by Ashley Audrain, but it is on my TBR list. Um, she is a New York Times bestselling author. She also wrote The Push, uh, a propulsive page turner about four families whose lives are changed when the unthinkable happens and what is lost when we give in to our worst impulses. On Harlow Street, the well-to-do neighborhood couples and their children gather for a catered barbecue as the summer winds down. Drinks continue late into the night. Everything is fabulous until the picture-perfect hostess explodes in fury because her son disobeys her. Everyone at the party hears her exquisite veneer crack loud and clear. Before long, that same young boy falls from his bedside window in the middle of the night. And then his mother can only sit by her son's hospital bed, where she refuses to speak to anyone and his life hangs in the balance. What happens next over the course of a tense three days as each of these women grapple with what led to that terrible night? Exploring envy, women's friendships, desire, and the intuitions that we silence, The Whispers is a chilling novel that marks Audrain as a major women's fiction talent. I think no one understands the secret lives of women like Ashley Audrain. Uh, this book is kind of one of those electrifying, razor-sharp page turners. So I think this will be a great one to add to your list. It was featured in the summer reading recommendations by Good Morning America, Time, 
L and AARP magazine. So this one has been one that's been highlighted quite a lot as well. And I'm so looking forward to reading it. The last one on our list is a general fiction um, by Jane Rosen. It is titled On Island, and it released the end of May, on May 23rd. So this one's been out for a few weeks. I have not gotten this one yet, um, but definitely is one out on my TBR as well. Um, it's about a book editor named Julia Morse, who just lives and breathed, who lived and breathed stories whether with her pen to a manuscript or curled up with a book while at her beloved Fire Island cottage, her imagination alight with a good tale, she could anticipate practically any ending. The ending she'd never imagined was her own. To be fair, no one expects to die at 37. So when the unthinkable happens to Julia, rather than following the light at the end of the proverbial tunnel, she chooses to spend one last summer near those she loves most. As she follows her adoring novelist husband, Ben, to their unexpectedly full home on Fire Island, she discovers the ripple effect her life has had on the trajectory of so many. Her baseball-loving, young-at-heart neighbor, who believes it's best not to go it alone, two bright-eyed teenagers eager to become adults, and her best friend, who must shake off heartbreak for a new chance at love. With poignant comedy and insight, On Fire Island is an ode to the stories all around us and to the brightest types of loves for the people closest to you and the places that shape you. So if you're looking for one that's going to tug a little bit on the heartstrings, it's going to have a little bit more family dynamics, this is a great one to add to your list um, for your summer reading as well. So hope that wraps up kind of what's um, on the list of best summer reads. For 2023, sure, there are many, many others that you could add to your list um, to read, but these are just some of uh, the ones that I found to be the most intriguing and have the, the greatest interest and impact right now um, on readers. Hope you'll snag a few of these for your list. Um, as always, you can log on to your account through NC Cardinal and you can place holds for these, or you can give us a call here at the library. We'll be glad to place those holds as well for you. You can do that via telephone, or you can message, message us through our social media as well. Um, and we hope to uh, see you for some of our summer programming this summer. That'll kick off um, the last week of June. So June 26, we'll kick off our summer learning programs. If uh, you have a child who has registered for a library card, they can also sign up for our summer reading race challenge. Um, they'll be reading and racing each other all summer long. Um, and at the end of the summer, I believe our summer race, reading race ends um, July 28th. We will be tallying all the minutes and um, awarding prizes to all of our uh, first, second, and third and our overall grand prize. But have no fear, everyone who um, signs up for the summer reading race challenge will receive something. So um, you'll all receive some kind of prize bag um, for reading along with us. Um, hope you found some inspiration in the ones I've shared today and you found something that interests you on um, adding to your TBR and, and uh, taking along on your summer trips this summer. Um, we look forward to seeing you here at the library for a program or just give us a call if you need any help or assistance with books or recommendations or placing any holds. Um, we look forward to seeing you back next week for our next episode of our Yadkin County Public Library podcast. Till then, take care. Hope to see you soon.